Have you ever wondered why country and God go hand in hand? Judaism has so much to say about the simple life that country folk live compared to those who live in the city. Today, in Daf 2 of Megillah, we learn all about what country folk have to teach city dwellers. Welcome to the transformative Daf, Megillah, page 2. In ancient times, there was a special dispensation for villagers to hear the Megillah earlier than the 14th of Adar, the actual day of Purim. Many villagers would enter the cities on Mondays and Thursdays when the Torah was read and the courts were open, as per the institution of Ezra the scribe. Villagers did not have the skills to read the Megillah, and they needed a townsman to read it for them on the Monday or Thursday prior to Purim. Nevertheless, the practice ceased once the messengers of the High Court in Jerusalem no longer traveled throughout the countryside to inform the people when Pesach would occur. The rabbis feared that the villagers would read the Megillah early and then count 30 days until Pesach. Their early start to Pesach would culminate in an early end to Pesach, causing them to eat chametz too soon. Let's think about that for a moment. Do we really believe people are so ignorant that because they would read the Megillah early, they would therefore eat chametz early? Says the Mishnah. The Megillah may be read on the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, 14th, and 15th of Adar, no earlier and no later. Walled cities from the time of Yehoshua ben Nun read on the 15th. Villages and big cities read on the 14th but the villagers may advance the reading to the day of gathering. Says the Gemara, The Megillah may be read on the 11th for the following reason. The sages were lenient toward the villagers to advance the reading to the day of gathering so that they would be available on Purim to supply their townsfolk brethren with the provisions of food and drink. Rabbi Yehuda taught, When was this dispensation in effect? Only during the days of yore, when the calendar was determined by the Sanhedrin, and Israel were dwelling on their land. But nowadays, since people would look at this practice of reading early and get confused, we only read it at the proper time. Explains Rashi. Nowadays, when all Sanhedrin matters have ceased, and the Bastin's messengers would not reach them to inform them of the declared Pesach date, everyone looks forward to the Megillah reading, knowing the Purim is on the 14th of Adar. Following Purim, people count 15 days until the conclusion of the month of Adar, and then a further 15 to Pesach, which begins on the 15th of Nisan. If they were to read the Megillah on the 11th, they might start their 30-day count immediately, and consequently begin Pesach on the 11th of Nisan, and end up eating chametz on the final days of Pesach. Let's think about the meaning of this Gemara. Rabbi Yaakov Fiket explains that the provisions offered by the villagers were more than mere food and drink. There's something wholehearted and spiritual about country living. City folk are more materialistic in nature, whereas the country environment provides for a perspective that allows for greater spiritual connection. How much thought do city dwellers give to the loaf of bread on the supermarket shelf? We expect that when we enter the store, it will simply be there. Maybe your favorite brand will be out of stock, 
and you might have to purchase a different one today, but the bread will always be there. Contrast that with country folk. A farmer knows that if Hashem doesn't provide the rain on time, the crop this year will be less than optimal. Unexpected infestation could wreak havoc on the crops. A rodent outbreak in the granary will ruin everything. These factors are beyond human control. And so when the farmer davens each morning, he thinks about every word and pours out his heart before the Almighty, beseeching him that everything that day go as smoothly as possible. Rabbi Fouquet's idea offers a powerful new approach to understanding Rashi's explanation. For the country folk, Pesach is dependent upon Purim. Unlike city dwellers, the people living in the country live a life of spirituality and miracles. When city dwellers think of Purim, they focus primarily on Esther's excellent advocacy, which saved the Jews from annihilation. Almost as an afterthought, they recognize that it couldn't have been mere coincidence that she was in the right place at the right time, and so Hashem must have played an overarching role. Not so the country folk. They see God's hand every step of the way through the Megillah. Miracle upon miracle upon miracle. When they think Purim, they think Pesach. And that's the provision the country folk are making for the city dwellers. It's not just the bread and water. It's an attitude to Purim that we need to hear. They arrive and remind us of Hashem's daily miracles throughout our lives. So why then did the early laning, the early Megillah reading cease? Sadly, Due to the travails of the exile, we've now lost that country feeling. Instead of Purim being infused with Passoverness, the awareness of Hashem's hand in every aspect of our lives, we risk our Pesach being impacted by Purimity, the arrogance stemming from the attitude that we are in control, that it's our advocacy and efforts primarily that dictate our success. The puffery of chametz, the risen dough, is likened by our sages to arrogance, the feeling that we are greater than we actually are. But the truth is, our feelings of haughtiness are full of hot air. Now we understand Rashi's warning that this attitude may lead to early chametz consumption. When our Purim is chametz-driven, based on our inflated sense of self-worth, we run the risk of entering Pesach with the same haughty attitude to our human control over life's affairs. It's time to bring a little country spirit into your life. Every time you drink, every portion of food you consume, remember all the miracles that have brought you that sustenance. May you learn to breathe the country air into your entire being. Sapro, Sapro, Vagoyim, Oikavahoydah.